Hey, 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 welcome to Startup Mindset, another episode of Startup Mindset's podcast. Today we're chatting with Akshay Krishnaya, the CEO and founder of Line. Line is a AI power technology that helps qualified and banked individuals without relevant credit history, payslips, or credit scores establish credit and access affordable financial services such as personal credit. Here we go. Uh, today we are talking to Akshay Krishnaya, who is the founder of a company called Line, which is straight out of Techstars. Um, Akshay, say what's up. What's up? Ah, yeah, and then I guess sort of listeners, this is Earl here. You know, Akshay and I are in the same uh, Techstars class, uh, the one focused on financial access and financial inclusion that's co-sponsored with Western Union. So, uh, you know, Akshay is one of the select few uh, to make it out of the hundreds of applicants into the tech stars class. So, you know, he's definitely hot stuff. So thanks for coming here, actually. Anytime, anytime. Uh, uh, Earl's the real G and uh, anything for Earl. <laughs> where, where are you? Uh, where are you San Francisco. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. No way. I, but uh, if, if the accelerator wasn't virtual, it would have been in Boulder, Colorado? Or would have That's been? correct. Uh, no, Denver, Colorado. Denver, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. So, yeah, the, the Colorado ecosystem is something that I think we still have to explore further. Uh, cool. So I guess actually, I mean, you know, please let us know. I mean, introduce yourself, what you do now, and uh, you know, what what excites you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, uh, Akshay here, founder and CEO of Line. Uh, Line is reimagining money as a consumer product. Um, as consumers today, as a millennial myself. Uh, with with uh, uh, teammates who are Gen Z, with nephews and nieces who are Gen Z, uh, you know we live in a world uh, which predominantly people have fluctuating income. They have thirty to forty percent income variance, and uh, these folks need frequent affordable access to money. And uh, you know uh, they are asking for uh, money just the same way they're consuming Netflix or Spotify, but the world keeps throwing financial products at them and we're looking to change that. So with Line, you pay a subscription fee, you, you, you get up to 500 bucks, you can use it as you see fit and pay back within 12 months. No interest, no FICO, no credit check, uh, no fees, nothing. Um, so that's, 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 that's what's up at Line. Sweet. I uh, just wonder, where did you get the idea for for that? Um, was it your idea, or was it like somebody else's? And how did I? No, it it was mine. Uh, uh, so I, I so uh, I'll tell you the beginnings of it, and I'll I can tell you historically how what what exactly happened. Uh, so prior to this, I was a global product head for research labs at PayPal. Seventy five fintech patents. Uh, in the last leg of my journey, was working on replatforming PayPal for the underbanked and underserved. And then prior to that was head of eBay PayPal retail labs, where I worked with the top 100 internet retailers, everyone from Nike to Nordstrom, helping them understand their customers, who's, who, who's coming in, how much money they've got, what are they looking to buy and why are they not buying? And in, you know, during that time, uh, uh, I also had the opportunity to see this innovative consumer credit product called PayPal Credit, which launched, scaled, failed, and was shut down. 
And in that journey, five years I, when I spent at eBay and PayPal, what I, two things that actually I learned is one is that consumers were asking for a consumer product, but everybody was giving them financial products, which are very confusing and has a lot of inertia. Second thing I learned is to any customer segment you're trying to serve, you need to come from that segment or you need to be deeply embedded in that community or you need to be under the skin of the user for a very long time. And nobody was doing that. Uh, even though they were very well intentioned, nobody was building products or you know, people who were, they were building products for whoever they're building it for. They were not from that community or were deeply embedded in that. So uh, after I departed from PayPal, I, I like spent a year or more uh, embedding myself in the community. I've done about 36,000 miles as an Uber driver, Lyft driver myself in the San Francisco Bay area. I might have picked some of you guys up, who knows? Uh, um, and uh, <laughs> literally went under the skin of the user, learned, lived with them, lived as them, learned from them. And, uh, you know, based on those learnings, uh, uh, you know, created Line. Uh, the whole idea of Line is like, you know, why should we... There's no, if I wanted to buy an Air Jordan for 150 bucks, I can go buy it. Right? <laughs> I can just go buy it and, and use it and nobody's mm. judging me. But if I wanted to get $150 cash, right, I have to jump through so much hoops. I have to go to the bank or I have to go online. I have to prove myself. I have to type in my SSN. There's so much inertia. And I was like, why can't it be as easy as just going and buying a consumer product or subscribing to Netflix? Right. And uh, if we did that, we could help a lot more people, people like that I worked with when I was an Uber driver and Lyft driver and, 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 you know, help the world be a better place. And that's where this, uh, you know, the origination of line comes from. Yeah, that's super interesting. I remember I was an Uber driver like four years ago, just to play around and see what it was like. And yeah, I mean, that whole world is, you know, growing and, you know, shifting, you know, with COVID and like different experiences at different times. Um, but yeah, that's a great story. I think what I was wondering, wanted to ask first was how much time uh, a day would you spend on this idea? Full, uh, uh, so I, I would spend at least five to eight hours driving on Uber and Lyft. Uh -huh. And in, in, in during the breaks, which was at uh, Dunkin' Donuts near the San Francisco airport, I would actually uh, work on this, talk to investors, uh, you know, uh, uh, figure out, you know, if anybody's interested in working with me and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, uh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, so how long? How old is the company right now? Like four months or like half a year? We started. Line started in November twenty nineteen. Mm. Uh, is when we started, and then we, you know, most of our investors are people from the PayPal network uh, where where I used to work. The ex CTO of PayPal is invested in us. The ex CRO of Ripple has invested in us. Uh, so they all got excited. They, they heard the story and they were like, well, you know how to do this shit. Now you've lived like these people it totally makes sense and invested. And then we got the ball rolling and then got into Techstars where I met Earl. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess actually, though, I mean, definitely a pleasure to, to learn from you during the program as well. Uh, yeah, tell us more about like, you know, uh, your your background, your childhood, you know, I mean, one, one thing we learned, I guess, in talking to many founders and innovators in this podcast was there's something about kind of their upbringing that motivated them to solve their specific problem right now. So yeah, tell us more about like, you know, you know, where you grew up, 
you know what was your what what you know what was your background then you know how did you get to you know paypal like the journey i would definitely love to hear that yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, of course uh, uh uh you know everything ties back uh you know like like steve jobs says uh you know you, the dots need to connect when you look backward uh so i i, I believe in that and that is the truth at least in my case um so i grew up poor uh and uh, i'm a product of two awesome individuals uh my dad and mom grew up uh, uh sanjeevaya krishnaya and hema uh, uh krishna uh, my dad and mom uh, my mom has three masters uh, wow. uh in archaeology epigraphy and history my dad has an ma in economics uh but they grew up they came from extreme poverty uh my dad came from a village that got electricity in 1997 Wow. My mom grew up with uh, uh, siblings. She grew up. They, like even I have seen, even when I was born and I was growing up, I've gone to my grandma's house. Like they grew up, they would heat water. They didn't even have an electric water heater. They grew up heating water using coconut shells. And then after the water is heated, the soot that remains when you burn the shell, you're left with soot, right? The soot would be used to brush teeth and wash vessels, right? Mm. and so they came from extreme poverty uh, uh but they had a great mom my 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 grandma is still alive uh touchwood and uh, she was an amazing lady she's an inspiring lady um uh she 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 did farming grew her farm and educated all of her kids and um, like i said my mom uh, grew uh, to have like three masters my dad has as a master too uh but even i grew up poor like it is not like you know uh, india has changed over the last few years but uh, you know it was not easy just because you had a great degree doesn't mean uh, you know things were like nice and dandy so i was definitely one of the poorest kids in my school growing up and uh, you know my parents said look the best we could do is give you an education everything else you got to figure out so, like <laughs> my parents didn't even have the time to come to school uh, 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 to like back me up so whole life was spent fighting my way up because you know often when you're a kid uh you know like if you want to get into a certain program or do something your parents come and back you up they talk to the teacher yeah, and things yeah my my parents were like that's not the reality you live in you got to fight for yourself kid like right. i can't come i got my father used to work on weekends too uh, so he would work at the bank uh, during the day during the week and the weekends he would go and he would be a, a I think uh, Earl uh, and I don't know uh, Dan, your background, but definitely in Southeast Asia, you know, there are all these bank exams people write, and you know, you need supervisors for the exam. So he would go and work as supervisors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and so he was like, I am. You got to do. You got a problem in school. First of all, don't get into pro- trouble. You get into trouble, you solve the trouble. Like I'm not coming to school. I don't have the time. I don't have the bandwidth. Right? I can pay for your fees and put you to the best school. That's it. That's 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 where it ends. So, grew up hustling my way. Uh, I wanted to earn an extra buck, uh, so I would do crazy things like selling. Uh, uh, I had my own business. It grew really big actually. Till the school called my parents and they said, like, you know, we need. This guy is not like he's doing business, not coming to school and studying, right? So I was selling uh, postcards, World Wrestling Federation postcards, because in India, oh wow, cool, cable, so like WWE, 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 WWE. Oh nice, Bre- nice. Bre- Bre- Bret the Hitman Hart postcards. I, I remember, I don't have cable, I don't even know what WWE <laughs> is, but I'm selling the shit out of it. I'm making nice, but like, <laughs> without knowing anything about it, okay. So I I I knew this place in the ghetto where I could get like the latest postcards. I don't know how they printed it. I didn't even care. I would get it for like twenty five cents. Like in India, it's it's paise, so it's like twenty five paise. So I would get like 
I borrowed two bucks from a friend of mine, convinced him. I told him, I'll give you four bucks if you give me two bucks. He was like, okay, he's immediately in. He was like, okay, take this. Done. Like, if I'm getting four bucks for two bucks, I, you got it. So for those two bucks, I bought like eight postcards and I sold eight postcards for like eight rupees or like, it's like eight rupees is like $8, right? Sold it for eight rupees each. And I was like, what is this amazing thing? I can get something for 25 cents and sell it for eight, eight bucks. Like that buy, buy a low, buy a low, sell high in, in classic yeah. sense. Yeah. And, and like nobody teaching me business, just doing this on the fly. And this got so interesting. Like, I started doing this during, we used to have tea break and lunch break. Okay. And uh, so I started doing this during tea break and lunch break. And my school had the richest kids. They were like, I would be like latest uh, break the hitman postcard. One of a kind, last one remaining. Going price, eight bucks. I would say like going price, 10 bucks, but I know you. Okay. So I'll give it to you for eight bucks. <laughs> getting it for 25 cents. I was making so much money. Like I was buying t-shirts and people were like, like there were kids, like the, 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 our class had all these like toppers and stuff. And they would be like, actually he's like making money. And he was like, some, some illegal shit going on. How did he get all of this? Like he's eating ice creams. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I was making money. Like, right. And like my mom, I remember sometimes she'd be like, Hey, you, you got some cash. Like, you know, we're strapped for cash. And, and I, I remember giving some cash to my mama as well. So that's how much money I was making till my dad got to know shit came down like real fast. Like he tore up everything and he said, I don't send you to school to do business. Okay. I send you to school to get educated so that you don't end up like us. And, uh, you know, but, but it stuck with me that bug. Once it's, once it bites you, you don't want, like, I never want to do anything. I remember after 10th grade going to my dad and saying, I don't want to do college. Uh, Steve Jobs went into college and my dad like actually got really pissed off. He said, Steve Jobs is a white dude in California. You're a brown dude in Bangalore and you are poor, right? It's not apples to apples, like literally not apples to apples, right? <laughs> uh, so he's like, just shut up and go to school. And you know, I always had this fight. Like, like I hated school. Even as a kid, I hated school. Like I would always be doing something else. I was good at school, but I, but I hated attending class. I always felt that school is moving very slow for me. Uh, same with college. Like I never, I remember when I was in engineering too, my professor sending my classmates to wake me up because I had set up this uh, thing where I was, I, I would either be building a website or playing uh, uh, Doom or playing uh, Quake 3D uh, on my on my machine and not attending class. And they would be like, I know he's sleeping, go wake him up, bring him. Like I've gone, I've, they've woken me up from sleep and I walked into the classroom like, like this, like literally sleeping. So uh, I <laughs> hated school, school was too slow for me, uh, but I was good at school. And uh, yeah, that's, that's my story, man. That's where I came from. And the big break I got was uh, I, I joined, like I did my own startup. It failed. This was out of school. I was not attending classes. I was actually doing a startup. Uh, I built this uh, site as a competition to yahoo.com, but for India. But in India, internet hadn't taken off. And I built it completely here in the US. With, with like, of course, the URL and everything is from here. It was called defuel.com. And I figured out how to partner with these tens of other US sites. So I had like a lot of comics on my site. I like Yahoo was giving two MB email space. I would give four MB email space. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Running too fast. <laughs> so I remember. Uh, getting on a call with Tony Say uh, from Link oh, wow. Exchange, who nice. was the CEO of Zappos. 
trying to make a uh, you know uh, uh, deal to put banner ads on 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 my site uh, and, and they're like and i i remember calling paypal and saying you know can i and in india we we you know there was no way for them to do the payment collection and stuff for india at that time and they were like yeah we can figure this out and i was like how and they're like do you have a pan card and i'm like what is a pan card i have to go to my dad and i don't even have a pan card right <laughs> crazy stuff and so built this but india was not ready for it it was too early it shut down uh, so that was my first uh, uh, you know stint doing it uh, right out of school this was like i was when i was 19 20 um and then after school joined this uh, company uh, called infos is very popular indian company became india's first billion dollar company started by a regular dude uh, so very inspiring story and even there i had some crazy crazy uh, stories i was crazy about computer networks and uh, so i i remember there they would put you through this three month camp uh, and then after the camp they will tell you what you can work on and i was like well, you are not telling me what i'm going to work on i'm going to tell you what i want to work on and so i remember uh, during the training program sending an email to like entire business unit so they were like who is this guy sending an email like everybody from the senior director to the vp has received this email and he's literally saying i want to work on this who is this so the vp calls me i walk in i say i want to work on this stuff so he's like you can't send emails like that i said well the only publicly available email address is this email address and i didn't know there's a group email address so i sent it but i want this so he literally calls uh, the the head of whoever was putting us in different program saying i want this kid in my program and that started off my journey and then ended up coming to the us to do my uh, phd dropped out uh, with a masters to do another startup and that's been my journey that's that's my childhood how i got here and uh, been doing in startups corporate life like intermittently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which which one do you like um which one i mean i'm, I'm probably going to guess you have more fun with the startups but when you compare and contrast the corporate world and what you're doing right now as a ceo of your own company like what do you find what which one do you like more or like startups man uh, because you know here we are truly we are passionate about the problem we are solving and we are solving a problem we're spending all of our energy solving problem not dealing with bureaucratic shit uh-huh. uh, right and, and and that's that's just the reality like i am coming up with a solution i have talked to users and i'm solving the problem and i have to convince you that this needs to actually be brought to life and i have to like be politically in the same equation as you that's fucking bullshit yeah so, yeah so that's so that's that's you know that's the big difference between corporate world and startup world like if i could i would just do startups all the time and i you know i think now i'm just going to do that but, but it did help me corporate world did help me at, at least you know i i really enjoyed my time at paypal i got lifetime mentors out of paypal and um you know uh, I, i i can't thank them enough i'm i'm doing line today because of my work at paypal and the mentors uh, that i got at paypal uh, without whom i wouldn't be here uh, so there is definitely a benefit to it but you got to seek the benefit in a start in a corporate world that's that's great yeah i would love to you know maybe we could talk about how your experience with the tech stars uh, western union um accelerator has been and you know uh maybe if you could speak to like how They, how much they helped you or like what you've enjoyed i mean i know it's virtual right so like has that at all like changed your changed changed dramatically changed our trajectory i would say uh-huh. uh and not because we are in tech stars that's just the truth uh right first of all i get to learn from uh folks like like i've told earl this in on a diff- like like publicly in tech stars like 
we all are good at something and are good at everything and it gives us an opportunity to learn from each other uh, like from earl i learn how to do the pr stuff so he's 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 got his pulse on how to get pr marketing right uh that's 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 not my uh, uh cup of tea so i i get to learn from him i get to learn from the challenges and how other startups overcome their challenges and then i i get a tribe so the, my 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 simple answer to techstars is techstars put a tribe behind me right uh now i have a tribe uh uh that supports me whenever i need support i'm not at this alone uh and this is more than your own team right uh you need you need a group of experts you need a group of mentors you need a group of friends uh uh who have gone through similar journeys like every week we have a founder story and i used to think like my story was hard uh how i got here even even the one and a half years i spent where my family moved back to india my wife and son are in india even now while i'm doing this here in the united states but i i meet founders during founder story every thursday uh or wednesday sorry uh and um, you know people have gone through like way way worse stuff and come out of it with flying colors like we were talking to luke cooper uh last week and you know he his daughter had cancer and they had to take out the tumor and he had to spend time with her when he had just 70k in the bank and he was like very positively running a startup right he was dealing with so much uh, uh, stuff in his real life uh, and and why but while still putting a brave front and doing that and all, that is very inspiring that tells you like okay you know what everybody goes through shit uh, and you know it it's you stick to your guns never give up like for a t-shirt never give up and and you know uh, um, just just get on the get to the other side and there is light at the end of the tunnel right and and that's what they have shown me that's what i am experiencing myself and that's what techstars is about uh, i i've i've been through y combinator program in the past as well it's a it's very different it's not about it's not just about your startup it's not just about making your startup accelerate and be profitable it's they are accelerating you as an individual or uh, you founders as individuals you know putting you in front of people who have had similar situation like you to get you the inspiration to give you life tools which will then help you build your business way different way better and accelerate that's the difference between techstars and all everything else out there and it's really created a big impact for me that's that's awesome um yeah i mean you know for the content of this book Uh, like thinking about startup CEOs and like what they struggle with and like all oh, there's there's so many different stories here. Maybe in your personal journey, have you ever like contemplating like contemplated like uh, the the you know you change your mind about the idea or like you just wanted to give up? But was there a time where you wanted to give up and you just were like, no, I'm just gonna push through this forever? Like, how do you get your mindset to be able to do the very like most hardest stuff you've ever been working on? my natural inclination is always like if i'm challenged is to take on the challenge uh, and and just go at it and get on to the other side that's just my natural in- inclination but this has pushed me to the limits man uh, sure. trust me there have been like uh, there have been times where i was just like okay you know yeah yeah i mean uh, yeah yeah many 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 nights uh, many many uh, uh, like there've been a lot of no's before the yeses okay right? and and you know you think that you know you you got like 75 fintech patents under your belt you you won mastercard innovation challenge uh you're in the top 1% in fintech uh uh you know in your space and things will just just fall in place it does not 
right? Uh, entrepreneurship is a great leveler. It makes you humble. It levels it. It, it teaches you stuff, uh, right? And I, at least I'm, 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 I've been through that. Uh, so it is, it's been a hard ass journey, uh, especially in light of the fact that I have a, uh, a toddler who's growing without me. Uh, and, you know, my, most of my interaction is through FaceTime. I've sure. literally seen him grow in front of my eyes through FaceTime, not having the ability to hold him. Uh, that's hard. Um, but you got to do what you got to do uh, because I want a better world for him. And uh, I'm not talking about financially, not like I'm going to be a billionaire or a millionaire and that's going to create a better world for him. I truly believe the product that we are building is, is going to change the world and is going to push the world in a direction that's going to be better for everybody. And that's the world I want to create for him. Yeah. So I guess actually, you know, this is something that, uh, you know, we're trying to decode, right? Like, why is it that, for example, for you, when you say these things, you know, like, you know, I, I really believe that, you know, you can do it because you believe in it. But uh, most people, especially, you know, folks who, you know, I guess, you know, normal situations in the corporate world and some people in the corporate, not everybody, like, what what makes you different that you desire and want to act on this versus just talking about it or literally not caring about it, right? Because we see a lot of people, which is not a bad thing, right? Like literally their highlight of their week is to go watch sports on the weekend, right? Like they go to work, whatever work it is, right? Like, and then they go there and their objective is to get the paycheck so that they can go home watch 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 some sports and come back to work again and then they aim for retirement right but then you know one thing we've seen on the pattern of all the interviews you did is that they're just not satisfied even intrapreneurs or people building companies inside of companies have this strange desire and like where did that come from for you like how can you explain why you have it and others don't uh, i don't know why others don't uh, it's hard for me to understand similarly hard because I, I couldn't understand why people would like sit in a classroom, listen to the teacher. Like I, I didn't enjoy all my classes, right? I, I just didn't get it, but they would sit like, okay, so this is what the teacher is saying. And they take notes and they will write this thing. I'm like, do you, did you really enjoy this? Like, I, 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 I just, I, I, I don't know why, but I, I, I was unable to uh, think, understand that like, People would do certain things uh, uh, growing up. Also, I saw, and my desires were very different. I would, I would, li- I, I always wanted to read real stories. I wanted to read stories of people like me who came from nowhere, nobody knew them, and they had to overcome the greatest odds. And I just gravitated towards that. And I think I'm studying about that. I'm reading about that. I'm educating myself about that all the time, wantingly and unwantingly, both. Uh, also, it was a product of those were the only kinds of books I could afford, if you will. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, I I don't know. Uh, for me, I think the base desire is I don't want someone else or some situation out in the world to define who I am, who I can become. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to tell me, "Oh, you are this, and this is the only thing you can become." I that is that that inner you call it rage, you call it that you know that the passion to not, not let anybody, not anybody point finger and tell you are, you look like this. You're like this. You came from here and hence your destination is set. No, I'm not going to let that happen. Right. And this in the most 
if you look at the most basic thing inside of me that's 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 what it's about and when i study all the other successful people and all the entrepreneurs especially i'm I, like i said i navigate towards uh, people who came from like nowhere like for example uh uh, uh bob iger uh, the ceo of walt disney like came from nowhere i mean yes he's a white dude but but he still came from like he didn't go to ivy league he he was not some uh, crazy smart dude uh, right he's like a regular dude who mm-hmm. just disciplined and said i am not going to let life define me i'm going to define my life and made another you should read that book that's one of my favorite books right mm-hmm. of a lifetime right of a lifetime it's like amazing book yeah yeah okay. amazing book uh, uh, like our shoe dog by phil knight right yeah yeah so when i read those i see myself in that story that you know and and i and and that validates what, how i think and what i am doing right i'm not i'm not going to let something i'm not going to let any situation any condition financial or otherwise uh, i'm not going to let the world define who i can be and who i am i am going to define who i am what i can be and i think i truly believe impossible is nothing and i'm not going to stop right that's that that desire it's been there from when i was a kid it's not like someone taught me i don't know why uh, uh maybe my mom is like that i don't know uh, my or my grandma is like that she is like that mm. really mm. like she she can she can do anything uh, but m- maybe it is that i don't know but uh uh yeah i've, I've been like this since when i was a kid and and trust me when you are one of the poorest kids in one of the schools and your parents cannot make it so you got to fight for yourself every day literally you are pushed around uh at at various levels you are pushed around and you are told that you can only do this you cannot do that uh, you are not tall enough you are not this color you don't have this much money people are always telling you something or the other right and that further motivates me it's not it, it doesn't push me i'm like okay fuck you you know uh, i'm i'm not going i'm going to show you right um and maybe maybe it's that uh uh when when i was young it was or when i was younger it was rage now that rage is all um, you know channeled uh, uh, towards this goal right and and you know uh, drives me gives me the drive to just keep going at it like no no is going to stop it uh, yeah. amazing yeah um we'd love to i guess segue into i mean a little bit more about like uh where line is in terms of a uh, uh like what, what are you seeing from the the business side i mean like uh in terms of a uh traction with like customers or like what gives you that positive feedback from uh, that you're able to say oh yeah this is working out let's keep going let's keep going is it the fact that you were able to raise money from investors or is it or we could also talk about that or we could also talk about um what you're seeing the potential of the product to be in terms of uh the users having some really really good uh uh experience and like uh, impact on on their lives and even to the business side of that uh, definitely impact uh, to to people's lives uh, definitely you know we have spoken to more than we have in person spoken to more than 10000 of our users uh, i can guarantee there's not a single fintech ceo in my space or any other space who can come and tell you that they've actually spoken to 10000 users i have right and i know the pain that they've gone through and they're like if this product was there this would change my life like i need money right now i'm i'm you know my paycheck suddenly dropped and you know uh, this could help me i will figure out i'll hustle my way through but for this one week or two weeks if i could just have like 100 200 bucks 
you know, this, this will make a difference. These are good actors. These are not people who are throwing away money. They're not buying uh, uh, like gold chains and, uh, you know, are, are you know, yeah. b- b- buying unnecessary uh, clothing or whatever that is. These are hardworking people. These are parents. Uh, you know, most of our users, 60% of our users are women. They're single moms. They're educated. They are urban immigrants. That means they don't live where they were born and they, they give money back to their family and they're trying to juggle this whole life of theirs. They're very, very hardworking. So that is definitely a motivation from us. Uh, and we see a lot of demand. We're growing 100% month on month. When we started Techstars, we never expected that. Uh, we are at 56,323 users today. Uh, we are expected to get to 100,000 by next month. Uh, we've been growing 100% month on month. That simply shows that there is demand for a product like this. And we are acquiring users at a very low cost. And there is a simple answer to that. We took away the inertia that exists in financial products. We are delivering money like a consumer product. I, I don't understand why it's so hard for uh, some, some folks to understand, like uh, especially uh, in the investor community. Uh, uh, but, but that's what we did. Right. When you take away inertia and you make it very easy for people to consume, they will consume it. Uh, you take out all the gotchas. Right. It's just like with everything else. It's like like going to the dentist or you know replacing hip. Why do people do all of those things today? Because you took away the inertia. You you gave them trust. You made it extremely simple and accessible. Now everybody does it. Right. Uh, it's very simple. Right. And uh, we, we are seeing that um, in, investment does help. But you also want investment from the right people who understand your business, who understand that there are going to be challenges before there's going to be successes and who, who in spite of that are investing in you and uh, who are going to partner with you. So we are very clear when we talk to our investors that this is what we have today. This is where we are going. And to go there, you know, in addition to your money, this is the help that we will need. And we want to take money from those investors. You will not only give us money, but you'll partner with us to solve these particular problems. And then if you're in, let's do it, right? If you're not, then, you know, maybe wait and watch, right? Uh, uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you guys uh, currently fundraising or like what's that? We are fundraising. We are fundraising. In light of this crazy growth that we accidentally stumbled upon during Techstars, uh, <laughs> we are fundraising. We never expected that. We thought, okay, we'll graduate from Techstars. Uh, we'll follow Plantina and uh, uh, Earl's startup and, uh, uh, and then, you know, do something <laughs> be, uh, behind that. Uh, uh, but, but we just stumbled upon this crazy growth and also this uniqueness that most fintechs are male-driven. The, the users are mostly the male population. Sure. We are very unique. Our, our population, 60% of our users are women, especially single moms, the most influential uh, people in the world today as, as, per, as it pertains to brands. Uh, right, and so in light of that, we are doubling down. What? Uh, what? What? Where? Um, is it just U.S. or is it U.S. Right or- now, it's U.S. Uh, but the uh, the goal is to go global because this is a not a, this is not a U.S. problem. Uh, this is a global problem. I was just talking to another entrepreneur just before this call, and our belief, our belief is, and the COVID nineteen has further accelerated this pace. Is that over the next ten years? Uh, companies will go will shrink as far as their core working population is concerned, and they'll have a floating population. People will come in, you'll use them for a specific purpose, you to meet a specific milestone, then they'll go away. So, majority of the world's working population will have fluctuating income, which is income that is not mm. steady. People are not going to get steady paychecks. Majority already that is the case. I'm, but I'm talking yeah. even in the yeah. top five percent. Like even an Apple employee will will have only thirty hours of work. 
so he will have to but his expenses will still be high so he will have to go and make make up for those 10 hours 20 hours outside of that which they will continue to do so majority of the world will have floating population of workers and by virtue of that the the status quo would be most people have fluctuating income and products would have to be built for that income anything any product that's been built till line existed in my opinion have been built just like in the industrial age it's been put on a smartphone it's been changed up in a different way but it's built for the industrial age expecting everybody's going to get a steady paycheck most of the people don't get steady paycheck right and and so you will have to come up with algorithms you'll have to come up with risk engines you'll have to assess people's risk and deliver financial products differently because they are not going to have a steady paycheck they're going to live in a world where there's going to be a lot more uncertainty as far as their financial life is concerned and in spite of that you'll have to deliver services to them we are doing that today not 10 years but today and so when that becomes the real status quo we would have uh, actually we will be the leaders in the space that's how we see the world mm, that's very interesting you know, actually right just because the world i think covid yeah exposed this right like that yeah. you know especially with organizations like yeah why 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 have you know full time people why 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 not you know have people that are specialists that come in and out and i think you know i think more than ever i mean it's, it's even the same question as you know is college going to be as relevant in the future right so all these big questions because of what we see and this generation actually this what we call us not just the gen z but the gen z plus the covid generation will actually probably transform into right uh, so the world yeah. and society might change very much um we only have maybe like 5 10 minutes left but then we want to kind of you know ask you these standard questions we ask in our podcast right so the first question is if you had to sum up your startup mindset in one or two sentences what would that be um and then we want to tee that up after uh, so you have some time to think of what advice would you give to your 20 year old self to then um you know discover his startup mindset These are hard questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, if I had to simplify, my startup mindset is never give up. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the universe will come around. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the fact, if if you didn't give up, didn't don't give up doesn't mean do keep doing the same shit. Those are not the same things. Not not giving up means you're like okay, it's not working. I'm going to try something else. I'm going to figure something uh, out, right? First of all, know the problem you're solving. It's not about ideas. Know the problem that you're solving. Intimately know the problem that you're solving, and and then you know don't give up. Just go after it. Uh, your gut is almost always right. Trust your gut, uh, right? Your gut is almost always right. Uh, so never give up uh, is is what I would say. Um, uh, do what you love. Uh, i think this seem very generic but it's very very hard to do mm-hmm. uh, you know people will mm-hmm. say they're doing what they love but if you if you were to peel the onion layers they are actually not right um, so do what you love there are a lot of people even your parents will tell you not to do it and they are going to think in terms of a very generous gener- gen- generic mentality saying that okay you know if you do these 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 things equals success but did anybody see covid 19 right <laughs> it just came from nowhere right it's unpredictable so covid-19 if anything has taught anybody is that the world is uncertain uh, and so the only thing certain is you know yourself you know what you love and just do that and and never give up because that is something you can control everything else is uncertain right 
you don't even know you're going to live tomorrow uh, but one thing is certain you know you 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 know what you love and you know you you do that and never give up don't don't listen to anybody nobody knows it you know it you know what you love and what you love you know it more intimately than anybody else so nobody's got the right nobody knows you you know you, even your parents know you like 10% 20% max you know yourself more than anybody else don't let anybody tell you otherwise right to my younger self i would i would say the same thing uh uh right i, I in fact i would say you know uh, i i did go in and out of corporate world i would just say dude you are absolutely right you were just meant to be an entrepreneur right mm-hmm. and your gut is right my gut always told me that right and i ran into trouble uh, in corporate life because i would be against the grain right that's what you know because you're always you you want to solve the problem you don't want to do this bureaucratic shit uh, uh although it might be necessary as you grow a company whatever uh but um and so i always knew it my gut always told me that uh and i did learn a lot by just doing the corporate stuff like i told you my paper experience but that's what i tell my young self just dive in and just just keep going at it it's going to be very very hard but it's better when you're younger right you can take sh- more shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true. yeah uh yeah man actually yeah i think we had a lot of fun here um but what what is like a book i know you mentioned what's it called light of li- light of a lifetime right or right of a lifetime uh, by bob iger the cx ceo of disney amazing book you got to read it so I, one of the things that i do is i try to read one book every week uh, um and i i do it because i need to exercise but i cannot like i i, I think i have add i don't know uh, i need to be do, like just by just walking or exercising i feel is a waste of time right so i need it to combine it with something that will that will add value so what i do is i listen to audio books while i walk i do 5 miles walking 3 to 5 miles every day so i finish one book every week and so that's one of my things and uh, right now i'm re- reading do more faster the techstars book uh, but my favorite book uh, books are uh, like uh, right of a lifetime uh, that wouldn't work uh, by the uh, founder of netflix i forget his name not reed hastings uh, uh, the guy who actually started netflix uh, reed hastings was the co-founder by giving him money but there was the, there was another guy i forget his name uh, but uh, that wouldn't work uh, um, um, shoe dog by Phil Knight mm-hmm. um amazing book i could read that book again and again all the time it's like amazing book everybody should read that uh imagine if you can imagine steve jobs telling apple okay which is much more valuable much bigger company that th- giving the example of nike it's like when when you know nike doesn't sell shoes nike sells that anybody can be an athlete it doesn't sell shoes it sells anything can be an athlete you remember i don't know if you've seen that uh, when my, my steve jobs comes back and he says i'll be an interim ceo and he says uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you guys are shitting all over the place we need to focus like that thing different campaign he talks about this he, he gives nike as a goal that's how good nike is and one of the reason i one of the reasons why i did this like i went and embedded myself in the community is also because of the story uh, uh, is is you know nike is nike and apple is apple because they embedded they came from that community right the founders of nike which is phil phil knight and his coach they just were so passionate about athletics and you know running shoes and running and that giving everybody the ability to you know be an athlete uh, that's why nike is nike that's why apple is apple that's why they think differently their campaigns are different uh, so shoe dog definitely it will bring that that 
that process into perspective. Like it took them like forever to become Nike. They were called Blue Ribbon Company. It took them like more than 10, 15 years to stop being an exporter of Japanese shoes and build their own shoes. But they never gave up. And today, like you know, I don't have to tell you about Nike. Air Jordan, <laughs> right? Uh, it's an amazing book. Uh, so Shoe Dog is like definitely my favorite book. Those three, I would highly recommend anybody. There are there are a bunch of other books. Like I said, I read a book a week, uh, but those three, I would say, I would put it on top. Cool. And and maybe last point we we'd like to talk about is like if uh, somebody's listening to this and they want to like be a, be a user of Line or learn how they can get somebody they know um, involved with Line and uh, how how can they do that? Best do that. Useline.com. It's like useline.com. Uh, that's our website, and uh, you can check us out. You can download us on the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. On the Apple App Store, you just have to say dollar five hundred and be our top number one well, in the US. Uh huh. Uh, and 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 uh, interest-free funds on Google. We'll we'll come up uh, on both those. Or if you type line financial on Google search, we are in page one right now. We were page uh-huh. six when TechStar started. Then, uh, our, we have a great team that put a lot of effort to get us to page one. We are linked number three on Google search. And then, who 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 would um, who's a who's a person who would need line? Like I know you mentioned a little bit earlier in the show, but just like quick reminder, like most people who have fluctuating income, which is most of the working population, but some examples would be cleaning technician, uh, Uber driver, Lyft driver, uh, medical support staff, retail workers, Starbucks barista. Uh, all of these guys, uh, anybody who's doing shift work uh, or hourly work, their hours keep changing, so their paycheck keeps changing, and so every every other week they tend to have a gap in their income that they're trying to fill, and this is definitely for anybody or anybody who has who who needs to have that safety net that they they have they have up to like five hundred bucks that they can tap into any time if there is an emergency they need to go to the urgent care or whatever they need money for. Line is the place to go. We'll give you no income restrictions, no credit checks, no FICO checks. Five ninety nine per month. Yeah, like there are no repercussions. Basically, we are doing this to truly create a product that you can consume without fear. That's that's about it. Uh, anything else? Perfect. No, no. Actually, it's been a pleasure. Um, we definitely want to promote useline.com, and uh, yeah, definitely glad to be part uh, of the TechStars program with you. So that's it, everyone. Thanks for joining us in Startup Mindsets. Um, Thank you, guys. Thank you, Earl. Thank you, Dan.